0: too lazy to blog about i am amanda lauren and i am with my co-host ali levine hey 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 and we are on the line with i would say like one of the most important people who was ever who was ever on the bachelor (laughs) would that be fair to say erica rose
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: (laughs)
2: yes welcome erica Um, rose to our podcast thank you so much for coming thank
1: you yeah, so actually Can you hear I was watching Allie on Strip last mm-hmm. night and I loved uh-huh. it. I was like immediately hooked on the episode. It was so good.
2: Thanks, girl. I appreciate it. I saw your tweet. You're so sweet. I was, I was cracking up at your uh, comments. It's, it's pretty funny to hear people's reactions, but I'll tell you what, like as much as I was really nervous, with, like how Strip was going to come out, we've had actually like, pretty positive feedback for the most part. And actually a lot of people now after yeah. like hating on the show are like actually into it Mm -hmm. and are like this is actually really interesting and like you do get lost in your shit and not realize that you're stuck in technology so it would you know it's kind of cool to see people realizing that
1: yeah totally i could relate with being like obsessed with my phone and when we went away to film (laughs) like bachelor or other shows we're not allowed to have our phone and i remember always kind of like you know enjoying that you know month long break from the phone, especially now with social media and everything else like that. It's so addictive, you know,
2: yeah, completely, and you don't even realize how addicted you are, and all of a sudden you know it's ten o'clock at night and you're like, "Oh, where did the day go so yeah, it's um it's it, true. yeah, it was definitely interesting, like it was really hard for me, but then it was kind of freeing at the same time, and like even mm-hmm. now, it like, was
0: the worst three days of your life, no, was it wasn't I' having. Mean, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean,
2: no, it was only two days of your life.
0: I cannot because I could touch talk to you. me, but I was okay. <laughs> but,
2: um, I, um I, you know, for me, I feel like the first day I was, like, having a breakdown, not having it. But then once I got past mm. that, I was, like, okay. And I felt like, all right, I can get through this. Like, it's all good. And then, you know, it was, like, more like, I think when I got the phone back that my anxiety came back. Because then I realized yeah. so I missed how much happened, what was That's going cool. on, you know, and I was like, Oh my god, no, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah. Also congratulations.
2: congratulations. I'm watching. so happy for you that you're expecting <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks for watching and for the support. What was your um what was your favorite part
1: of the um episode? <laughs> um, let me think. I don't know, I really liked it. I mean, I loved it at the end when you guys announced that you were expecting. I was like really excited for you guys <laughs> yeah. and happy that your experience made you feel like Ready, you know, to make the sacrifices and the balance of being a mom and working because I know all about that, and yeah. it really is like you are sacrificing things, you know, like you're mm-hmm. never gonna be not your first priority. It's always gonna be the baby, but you know, it's the biggest love in the world, and it really is life changing, a hundred percent. I know, and your daughter it.
2: is so cute.
1: Thank you. Like I
2: look at all your pictures, so and oh my god, she is adorable. <laughs>
1: Thank you i love being I really love being a mom, so I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. you know it's happening really soon. I'm just excited to see you go do hey, it
2: yeah, I know I have another doctor appointment tomorrow I'm like up to thirty one weeks. It's not I
1: know, of- and you look amazing by the way, being pregnant, like I don't know what your secrets are.
2: oh my but God, you have like anyway it's not i I think people just like are really sweet and feel like I have this glow because I don't feel like it like every day i'm like falling over more and more from like the weight in my belly and like I wake up freaking out
0: like oh my god what's happening in my stomach I, like, it's I'll tell you I easy. think I know what it is I think that in general you take really good care of yourself and mm-hmm. I think that that continues throughout your pregnancy Maybe. as opposed to like it's really weird because I think that like and I've definitely said this in the media before and I'm making trouble for this but like <laughs> I think a lot of women, when they become mothers or when they get married, they start to forget Mm -hmm. how important self care is. Right, and yeah, totally
1: self
0: care. You have to teach your child self care. Absolutely, whether Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, you had a hard day, Mm -hmm. chill out and watch Paw Patrol (laughs) or whatever you know, or Miffy, mm-hmm. and I'm probably screwing up all the cool cartoons right now because <laughs> I'm not a mom. But, um, you know, you have to teach your child that. And I think like that's why you have that glow is because you understand how important mm-hmm. it is to be connected to yourself. Yeah,
1: that yeah, really is important. Like when I first had my daughter, you know, I wasn't having, you know, my hair blonde, I wasn't doing my eyelash extensions, and like all the things that make me feel good for the first few months. And then once I got back into that, you know, I really did start feeling better and happier because if you don't like how you look, it's just really hard to be happy, honestly. Like, if you look at the mirror, you know, there's things you can easily do.
2: And I've had to also teach myself, like, you know, I can't do my Botox and fillers, and I can't use... That's the
1: hardest part of being pregnant. In my opinion, I hated not having Botox.
2: Yeah, no, me too. (laughs)
1: Because you get used to it.
2: And I'm like, calm down, Allie, calm down, Allie, calm down. I, like, freak out. But I've had to, like, embrace that and find other remedies and try other organic things, mm-hmm. and
1: obviously nothing that's works what I do. What? Yeah, nothing, No, I, that's what I did, and nothing really works as well as Botox. Like, I try it, you know, I have my own skincare line with my dad, who's a plastic surgeon, so I try everything, and I can notice little improvements, but of course, like, the truth yeah. is, nothing will be as good as Botox, now, you know, that there's no cream that's going to be as good, no matter what.
2: Exactly, so I had to, you know, I honestly kind of just had to deal with that, and, mm-hmm. to, you know, handle it and just be like okay it's okay and like when I see wrinkles just be like all right it is it's what gonna it be is, like another like, few more months right and
0: like you'll you'll get botox yeah, again yeah. like it's exactly, not, yeah, right? it's not the of the world. And exactly I've
2: learned, exactly and I've learned too I think from stripped like since I didn't have my glam and I couldn't be glam all the time mm-hmm. like now that
1: was brave of you doing the red carpet oh my, oh my god that was, was like oh my that god that was
2: really hard for me bravo was very nice thank mm-hmm. you bravo they didn't show me how a full-blown <laughs> breakdown because mom yes. down. like i was
1: really I really,
2: really bad
1: Mm-hmm. wow well, you yeah. look you honestly did look good though. you thank know what you. i mean you have a really good body and so you know you look good naked and <laughs> you know what i mean that's important it was funny mm-hmm. how confident your husband was though i thought that was so cute he was like loving it
2: I know he was he was like in his element he was like Mr. Tarzan like,
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I'm all about That's it
1: really he, was he was
2: really funny um very unexpected for me to even see him like that but yeah he was very um, yeah he was, was just cute. Like, yeah
1: and you guys are just really cute <laughs> together I feel like they say kind of like Thank opposites attract and you guys really compliment each other really well
2: Oh, thanks love. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for watching. I really appreciate it. So can we dive into, uh, I was going, like talking about being a mom. Can, I want to start there. Like, can you kind of talk about, you know, like having mom life and of course, you know, you are a reality star, you know, you're married now, congratulations Mm -hmm. again, you know, all these things that you've got going on, like how you find the balance, what advice you have for listeners, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's been really crazy. Like, um, I'd say like the first, you know, at least 10 months of my daughter's life was just all about her. And, you know, especially the first six months, I kind of not lost who I was, but I just like poured all my love and all my energy into her, you know, and nurturing and everything. And then, you know, once I saw that she was happy and, you know, doing well, then it was like, okay, now I can start focusing on myself again and getting back to like looking and feeling like myself because I actually did gain a lot of weight during my pregnancy Just overindulging myself, honestly, like eating whatever Mm -hmm. I wanted and, you know, thinking of it as my time to do that, which I wouldn't recommend because losing it took like almost Mm -hmm. a whole year. Um, But then um, during that time period, once I finally felt like me again and was confident and like looking and feeling like myself, at the same time, I reconnected with my now husband because we went to high school together, but I had been living in LA, he had been living in Miami. And he um, had been divorced, you know, moved back to Houston around a similar time. And I moved back and we ran into each other. But even then, it wasn't, like, enough. And then we had to actually match on Bumble, (laughs) which is the funny thing, to start Mm -hmm. dating. Um, And I'm like, why couldn't you have just asked me out after seeing me? You know, but it's silly how things Mm -hmm. are these days. Um, And so then, I mean, like, we really were only dating after that for about two and a half months before getting engaged because – we already knew each other, knew each other's families and so friends, key. and so it wasn't like we had to get to know each other, you know? Yeah. Um, And being married, I don't know, it's really good. Like, But I feel like it's been interesting to me. I feel like other people, especially in Texas where I live, care about it more than I do. Like, I feel like it gives – like, and I don't think it should be that way, but I've noticed people, like, giving me more respect since then. And I didn't like – as a single mom, I didn't like the – feeling of like being disrespected kind of and I feel like that needs to change you know I don't know I feel like it's old fashioned to people sometimes and I kind of like even though now it's like I am happily married I don't like that people judge other people based on that type of thing right No, I,
2: I, you know I that.
1: That's true. yeah and I feel like people were taking too much of an interest also in my personal life since I was on The Bachelor and I did put myself out there that way but I would get a lot of people tweeting like rude things at me saying like you know, when I chose to have a baby and I wasn't married just because I was 32 and I was ready to have a child, I got people tweeting the craziest things like, oh, that's the only way you can get a man. And I never even really wanted to marry my daughter's father. We really just made the decision to have a child together, you know, and I'm always grateful for that decision. But when someone chooses to do something in a non traditional way, I feel like as progressive as our society can be, people still, you know, don't always approve of it. And I don't like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, completely. And I mean, listen, you know how it is, especially you, because you've been in reality world way longer than I have. People are judgy. Exactly. And people are like rude. and do know, just troll for no reason. Like, I still get moms every day that comment and say stuff like I had something yesterday that are just like, oh, you know, I saw you again on, you know, Stripped. And you know, I don't know mm-hmm. how you're going to explain that to your daughter, and how you strip down, you know, That's publicly. Crazy. You were naked for right. like
1: thirty exactly. seconds, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm, like
2: and I'm going to explain
1: it to my yeah, daughter. Yeah, you and weren't even I'm like really running like, around naked that much. You exactly. Were like yourself, and you like, know like, what I mean? Here's the
0: deal. Like, I'm sorry, it doesn't even warrant an explanation. Yeah, but I still yeah, think it's.
2: But, like, I'm, I'm going to teach my daughter that, like, you know, when you're stripped away and everything goes away, like, life changes. And that's really important change. Not everybody goes through that. And so it was a learning lesson for me. And I'm going to instill that in my child and my family because, like, Justin and I talked about, social media is going to be a whole other beast in, like, 10 years. Like, oh it's already God. crazy about working. So it's like, it's you know, crazy. to teach them – yeah to like to disconnect and not be attached and like Mm -hmm. all these things like Justin and I have already talked about how like when we have dinner like we're gonna put our phones away and like teach
0: her that like you don't have your phone at dinner and like you know all these things how old do you think she'll be when you get her a phone both of you that's a question from both
1: of you mine already feels my phone all the time like Holland's already watching videos she already knows how to work it right kind of scary how they now it's like their instinct to just figure out these iPhones and like You know, they already get obsessed with them. And I've definitely, you know, used it to my advantage sometimes. If she's upset or something and I'm driving, I'll put on, like, one of her favorite cartoons and let her watch it, you know, to calm her down. But it's like I don't want her to get too obsessed with it, you know. But then again, at the same time, they actually do learn things from some of these cartoons. Like, it teaches them words and numbers. So it's not all, you know, a waste of time. Right. Junk better. food of it.
0: It's not the junk food of entertainment. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. But, but yeah. so true. It's no, I've seen babies mm-hmm. with iPhones and things oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah. You know what though? It's like I think it's okay like if, you know, like you give it to them to like oh,
2: watch a game or like, game. you know, mm-hmm. and they're being distracted and they're playing like that's fine. But I agree with Erica like it can't be all day. It can't be the only thing. Yeah. yeah. You need exactly. to be outside. They so can't get addicted to get it. Kids outside anymore like it needs to be, you know. No, no, I, I agree
0: with Back you. in the day,
2: we were, you know, our parents threw us outside and were like, have fun playing traffic, fall off, you know, I get know. money, no big deal. You know, yeah. nowadays
0: it's like, oh, no, 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 you know. It's yeah, like, no. It, that was so different. so different. Yeah. I don't know. I think people overreact. And like, I'm not a parent, but my my husband and I are, you know, in that stage where we're talking about planning our family. And I think, I think that's safe yeah. to say. And I think okay, I've sort of implied it here, but yeah, yeah. People, We've talked about it. We have some stuff we want to hammer out first, long story short. But Mm. it's like, I hear about these parents and I'm just like, this is, it's like, I don't know. It's so funny. It was like, what did I say? Like, I don't think I want to be friends with any of the parents of my future, (laughs) like of my future child's friends. They sound awful. Like people just sound clingy and, or just Schools are, like, insane. I found out recently from my nephew that you can't have, like, cupcakes for a kid's birthday party.
1: Like, what the fuck? I feel like, Like, is that in L.A.? I feel like in L.A. they have all these weird things. No, they live on the island. Oh, really? No, like the suburbs of of New York. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like things have gotten crazier, you know, since we were growing up. And I just try to let my daughter, like, be how I was, where, like, I allow her to have sweets, you know, I've already, like, introduced McDonald's Happy Meals to her, which I know might not be the healthiest thing, but actually they've made them a lot healthier, (laughs) and they put, like, apple slices in them, and I don't know, they're fun, and it's not, like, an everyday thing, but I don't want her to feel, like, junk food and certain things are off limits, because that's when, you know, you develop, like, unhealthy eating habits, because then you overindulge sometimes, so it's important to, like, not make anything be forbidden, in my opinion.
2: Well, and you're not keeping her in a bubble. You're like, you can live life. It's okay.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, your daughter, so she's how old again?
1: She's 16 months she's 16. old, so like one in, almost one and a half. Um, She's Aww, so cute. She's so already cute. talking so a little cute. bit. And it's just yeah. fun to watch, like, you know, her vocabulary grow and watch her discover. She's at a really fun stage <laughs> right now where she's, like, learning so much all the time. And, like, you know, you can really see their personality coming out um yeah I don't know it's, it's so cute. exciting so yeah.
2: like with all that happening like and being a mom and everything mm-hmm. like what would what would be good advice you would give like kind of you know first being a mom and like first having her and you know for moms listening or mom to be's or people who are thinking about yeah. you know starting a I family would say,
1: like really like they say enjoy every moment but it's true because all the stages do happen so fast and they're only like a newborn for three months and that's such a, like its own precious time, you know? And it's like, and then they're crawling and then they're walking and you really need to try to like enjoy every stage, take as many pictures, um, spend as much time with them as you can, you know, whether that's three months maternity leave or whatever it means for each person based on their work life situation. Um, you know, like I really took like almost a year off of like working and everything just to be with her And I was grateful that I was able to do that, but I know not everyone is. But the first, you know, part of their lives are just so important. It's time that they'll never get back. And, you know, I think it's time that you should really enjoy. But at the same time, don't, like, neglect who you are. You know, don't neglect your friends or your husbands. And I do think I really was happy that when I moved back to Houston, I found myself a really great community of moms that weren't always, you know, the moms I grew up with. Some of them were, but others were people I New but not really well, or just new people that I connected with. Um, they weren't like judgmental seeming moms like y'all were talking about, but more like open minded and just like supportive. And y'all could like text each other saying like, Oh my gosh, you know, how should I speed train or ask these questions. questions? It's really important to have that. And yeah. I know in LA I like going to the pump station a lot. They had like all these classes. But I didn't really make friends through that, you know. Um, in, L- in L.A., I actually didn't have a lot of friends that were moms, even though, like, most of my friends my age weren't moms already, which is crazy, but people have kids later, so I felt kind of, like, isolated oh, from some of my, friends, my friends that were, still, like, going out, you know, to red carpets and doing things every night, and it's like, when you're a mom, like, you just don't do that as much, you know? Right. Every once in a while, but not all the time.
2: Totally. Yeah, completely. So, you moved to Texas. Obviously, you know, you've been in mm-hmm. L.A., you've been in L.A., you know how crazy it is yeah. here, you know? The, you know, we were talking about yeah. earlier, traffic, all the craziness that goes on. How are you? You know, like you know, being that you were obviously on reality television, had people mm-hmm. so into your life. People still are. I still people. I still see your fans and people that follow you constantly, writing and engaging, in what's going on in your life and everything. Yeah. How do you yeah. handle like the balance and the reality TV world versus like now, Erica Rose, mom world? I think and like, you know, now
1: that I'm in Houston, it's just so different because it's not really is big of a part of my life. Like, I mean, obviously, at my wedding, a lot of my bachelor friends came. And yeah, they like, saw nation showed up hard for you. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. You know, and people were still interested in, like, reporting about our wedding, and that made me feel happy and good. But it's like when I lived in L.A., I feel like it was more of my life because you could still go to- out to Red Carbets every night and be, like, involved in that world. But at a point, it almost feel it got competitive in the sense, like – I wasn't even happy at the time when all my shows were airing and everything because, I don't know, I didn't like it, but I would feel like, you know, it was never good enough. Like, why wasn't I doing this other thing I should be doing and why was this other girl doing that? And, like, for me, it was kind of, like, an unhealthy situation and not really productive, and so now that I'm, like, away from it, you know, and doing my own thing, like, living around, like, my true friends and everything, it's better. But, Mm -hmm. of course, I still actually miss the actual entertainment aspect of it. Like, I really enjoy doing reality tv and sharing my life with other people you know entertaining people that way that's why I did it I didn't like the negativity that comes along with it you know with, yeah. with everything <laughs> and so if I could find a way to like you know get back into it in the right way if the right opportunity came up that involved like my husband and my family of course I would do it but I'm not out like seeking that type of thing full-time anymore you know right totally it's just not I don't know it's just, if you're seeking it full-time I feel like you're never going to be happy, you know?
2: Yeah, no, I get that. So going back into Mm. reality world, like can you kind of take us through like a little bit of, you know, being a part of The Bachelor and like what that was like for you and living that life?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really fun at first. Like I was actually really young when I went on the first The Bachelor. Um, I was 23, so I was like right out of college. had just gotten out of a long relationship. Didn't exactly know what I was getting into. Like I wasn't like a – long-time watcher of the show. I'd caught, like, a few episodes here and there. Um, and it was a really cool, different experience. Like, it was really crazy. This was way before, like, social media. We only had Facebook. But I still got to, like, go on Ellen DeGeneres. And I remember, like, different times. Like, you know, I'd be, like, doing something and, like, a pop-up, do would take a picture. I'm like, this is so crazy. But I was, like, young, you know, and just thought it was a lot of fun and it was exciting. And it was basically like that. Um, and then I did bachelor pad a few years later when i was 28 and then again when i was 29 and also a show on vh1 called your cut off but i think for me bachelor pad was more negative and that's why abc got rid of it and replaced it with bachelor in paradise because it was very competitive and like friends had to vote each other off and then also if you didn't find love like for some reason on that show You left feeling, like, hopeless, which is crazy because it's like, hello, there's the rest of the guys in the world out there. You don't find love with these ten guys. Like, you're not, like, a loser. But somehow you, like, program yourself to think that way. Like, oh, my gosh, one of these guys didn't really like me, so no one else is ever going to. And it's, like, it's really crazy how it really gets you to think like that. That's why when you're watching, like, the show and these girls get eliminated on, like, Bachelor of Paradise and they're, like, crying, and they're, like, I'll never find love. You're, like, why? There's, like, so many guys in the world out there. But you really yeah. start thinking that way and you really feel rejected. It's really crazy. Unless you're one of the few yeah, that gets, like, either picked or gets to be the bachelorette. And then, of course, that's amazing. But that happens to, like, you know, one or two out of the 20-something girls.
0: Right. Totally, totally. So can that I part, ask not you part, not not that.
1: Part, not that.
0: Quick question. How do you manage? One thing that, like, and I'll be honest with you, I'm really just getting into the bachelor. I'm very late on the bachelor yes. train. But one thing I've noticed mm-hmm. is, like, how do you manage? And this comes from someone who, like, has issues with women. I mean, mind you, I mm-hmm. had, like, nine mm-hmm. bridesmaids. But, but you know, Not I men. don't think women, like, women weird me out. Amanda has, like, insecurities. I didn't think you about women. But my question is, is how do you manage? Because, like, you're in the house. You have to be friends with these people. But you're also you know, competing really cool. for the same prize.
1: So how it's do you weird. balance that? Because it
0: seems impossible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's like one of my good friends at the time um, made it into, like, the final three, and I didn't, so it was always, like, we knew that, like, there was a possibility they would end up together, so it was always kind of a weird balance of, like, trying to support your friend, but also be like, well, I'm interested in this guy, too, but there was always, there is always different clicks, like, not everyone's going to get along. But, I mean, luckily, you know, I was always able to find a few people that I really liked and kept in touch with. And then, of course, there's always going to be some, like, people that aren't as nice or, you know, there for the wrong reasons or trying to start drama. But I feel like, I don't know, on my first season of The Bachelor I did, I think I was, like, almost wanting to be, like, not a bitch, but kind of, like, the diva of the house. Because if you are that person, then people aren't really going to, like, mess with you as much, honestly. And that was, like, the funny part about it. And I discovered Mm -hmm. that. So it was like a good strategy, I guess.
2: Yeah, no, that's it is a good strategy. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you did Bachelor, I was in Bachelor Pat, like, what, you know, what, um, what were your kind of like your experiences and like takeaways from like the different shows?
1: Um, so from Bachelor, I guess, I don't know, that that when I was just so young, and I like was just having a great time. I was surprised that people um, sometimes didn't understand about editing or didn't understand that. People were playing up parts of their personalities, including me. You know, like, you can't watch a show and be like, I hate that girl. She's so horrible. You know, like, people are doing this season with Crystal. And I feel like some people did that with me. And it's like, you don't know who this person really is. They are playing a character. We know we're being filmed. Of course, sometimes, you know, we're amping things up on camera. That's just the way it is, especially in this type of environment. So I was surprised that people took it, like, so seriously. Even to this day, I hear people over social media, like, you know, debating about these women that they don't even know. So I think oh. that was surprising. Um, and then, just had, like I said, it was just super competitive. But at the same time, in, like, that type of environment where you don't have your phones and that kind of thing, you really are able to form really close friendships. And so I thought that was super cool. It was, like, summer camp when you were a kid, you know, right. where, like, you become so close with someone in just a few weeks. And so that was, it was like adult camp and that really was like the best part of it. And I used to like Mm -hmm. look forward to it, you know, both summers being like, oh, it's time for camp, you know, and that was fun. And if you really just tried to have fun with it and not take it too seriously, then it was a really good experience. Got it. Okay, that's cool. But also I took away certain things about dating, I feel like, like, you know, it taught me sort of things like what works, you know, it's kind of like the book, the rules, but sometimes... Certain guys, you know, that have a mentality do like to put girls that play more hard to get. They like to be pursuing. Like, it's just interesting. But with my husband, it was completely different. Like, I just kind of, like, laid it out there, and that's what works for us. And I was glad because I'm not someone that likes to play games and, you know, has to work to get someone interested in me and all that stuff.
2: Right. Totally. Totally. Um, when you were wow. on Bachelor, even though you were young, did you feel like he's like, you know, like, obviously, I, you know me, I love The Bachelor, and I watch Bachelor all the time. So, like, I watch these girls, and I crack up at the fact that they're like, oh, my God, I'm already obsessed with him. Oh, my God, I'm already in love with him. And they have all these, we like, met crazy... We three seconds. This like is that. fate. Exactly. Like, how I did you feel, like, when you were in
1: that <laughs> I think it's weird. I think for me, it was more like, first of all, Lorenzo, who I'm still good friends with, he was at my wedding... He's a prince, so, like, part of me was like, that's so exciting. Like, I, to be a princess, so I was more, like, excited with that, but I thought he was a cool person, but I didn't really feel like we got to know each other that well, you know, so I felt frustrated by that, but I would never say I was falling in love with him. Um, and I don't know. I think some of the people think they are, and they're in that, like, romantic environment that's created, and the producers definitely encourage you to think and feel that way. Right. So it seems a bit crazy to me and I think sometimes um, you don't really know what love is when you're thinking you're in love with someone not fast. But at the same time, it can't totally. happen really fast. So, I mean, it's yeah. the environment they create. Like, that's the only guy that you're around. Like, most of the producers, some of them are guys, but they're usually, like, married, they're, like, gay, you know what I mean? So you're not, like, around any other yeah. guys. And so you're going to be, like, infatuated with this one guy that that's all everyone's talking about. Totally. Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, when you were feeling like that and like, you know, the other girls, like would you would you like, you know, not judge? Would
1: you kind of like But laugh? it's totally okay if you right. did <laughs> yeah, exactly we are
0: not judging, you um, are judging us like, Oh my
1: gosh, that's that's like a little bit crazy, you know, but Yeah. Totally is mean, what they were feeling in the moment. You know what I mean? In their mind. Well, minds. do you think it's because like Thatcher
2: sends you to all these like wild places and you're just like literally given like the perfect date for however many minutes or yeah. hours?
1: I definitely think that's part of it because it's like you're in this fantasy world. You're traveling to amazing locations, you know, and doing all these things you wouldn't normally get to do. And so in your mind, you're like, oh, this is going to be our life together. And usually it's not always going to be like that, depending on the person. Um, You know what I mean? And, like, you're created into this magical environment. And that's why, like, the majority of the couples, unfortunately, aren't, you know, together. And there's ones that are, but the ones that don't last, it's because once you're taken outside of that environment – you know, you're just yeah. in the real world, even though your life is still exciting, you know, once you're the winners, but they can't make it work on a day-to-day basis when there aren't cameras around, you know? So it's Im- oh, it's important. I'm it. I don't know. I never found that yeah, on no, I mean, the show, so I don't exactly know.
2: Yeah, I I watched, I so is. obsessed from, like, Kristen and Ryan, when, like, back in the day, when they yeah. were, like, the real deal, and, you know, these mm-hmm, other couples. Exactly. And, yeah, and now I'm like, oh, my God, they're all breaking up, and it, like, makes me so upset. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like Nick and Vanessa, I did not think they would last at all, like the whole time. Oh, I didn't like, either. I, just, I was like, she's in Canada. He does, He wants
2: to go do Dancing with the Stars, like the block.
1: You know, it was yeah, like, yeah, I knew they wouldn't uh, last.
2: Yeah, it when you watch, and it I one? didn't really
1: know about Ben and Lauren either. But oh, I, I know did jo and Jordan. I think they're gonna end up yeah. getting married. They seem happy because they're back in Dallas. They're like living their lives, even though it's still, you know, she's super right. active on Instagram, but I feel like she does a good job living her real life and not just running out right. to every like event and just being out in the public eye mm-hmm. all the time. I think that's mm-hmm. like most of the couples that I have made it work, have, it made work have made it work outside of that, would, like that. You know?
2: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. What do you think of Ari season right now? I love Ari, by the way. I'm, I'm I'm watching it. Right yeah, I know really.
1: I, it. I used to have such a crush on him. Like years ago, we did this bachelor edition of the show Wipeout together. And I was like, he's so cute. And of course everyone mm-hmm. says, um, I'm friends with Courtney and she said, you know, openly, Oh, he's the best sister and he's so good in bed, and blah blah blah. So I've always thought he was adorable and just really cute. Um, so I'm enjoying his season. And um I don't know, I'm not like obsessed with any of the girls for him yet. But I do like Crystal yeah. yeah. so and I don't like how everyone's like fooling her. I I know she's a little bit out there.
0: But well, I like all
1: the things her and yet. I don't like it
0: yeah team crystal no, like, all like the way, way. <laughs> she seems so genuine yeah. and i I love yeah. that like he took her home yeah. for the first date yeah. i'm mm-hmm. like oh this is a good sign oh yeah totally
2: i also really yeah. like team i think she's fun and i like how she's very my like, husband likes horrible her. and real Justin thinks think she's cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah she's just I guess so she could be yeah. the next bachelorette i was thinking the same thing i was like oh if she doesn't get this she may yeah. be the next bachelorette yeah I do you have that. um do you have any thoughts of, like, how things are going to go down with this with this year's season?
1: Um, well, I have noticed not the short-haired Becca, but there's, like, another Becca that's, like, long-haired, and they have a really good connection, but she's kind of, like, in the background, but she seems to have really genuine feelings, so I feel like she's definitely going to make it really far. Um, right. I don't know. She's really chill, but, like, I can tell – that she really liked them and the brief time together. They seemed really into each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if she made it into the final four. Um, I don't really like the short haired Becca. I know a lot of people like hate love her. hate her. No, like she's the me. I mean, she so mean she's recently. Really I don't like pretty it. pretty and very cute with like her, you know, like. Oh, she just does that to me.
0: Like, like, oh, I'm different. I have short hair. That is it. Like, oh, fuck
1: you, Becca. Yeah, that is annoying. Um, and she's mean.
0: I'm not a good
1: person. <laughs> she's young, but. I don't yeah. think they'll end up together. Right. Um, who do you think like who do you think? L- I I really liked the girl from Dallas that he eliminated too. Like Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty. She's yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, my favorite's Crystal. I just think there's always one girl every season, like last time it was Corinne. And I I feel like I was that person in my season where you're like a strong personality and you're different from the other girls. And right. because of that, you know, people wanna like talk about you all the time and it is weird. It's like Focus on the guy, you know. Yeah. But producers, produces, of course, encourage it. Trust me. They're going to interview right. all the girls and say, what do you guys think of Crystal doing this? And, of course, they probably encourage Crystal to do certain crazy things that she's doing. That's just how it works. Trust oh, me. You know, totally. it just is. Right. And so I don't like when people all over my Facebook are sitting around, like, complaining about her, and I'm like, you guys have no idea what's going on.
2: Yeah, no. And, I mean, to that note, like, did you feel like you, um, like, basically um, – I guess I'm trying to ask, like, did you make a lot of friends in the house with the girls? Like, was it weird for you that, like, yeah. a lot of the girls kind of became close, even though you're all kind of essentially dating the same man?
1: Are that always like Yeah, weird? it was weird. But, yeah. like, at the same time, well, it's so funny boring. because the girls that I've stayed the closest with weren't even necessarily my closest friends in the house, you know? Like, certain girls I thought were, like, super annoying in the situation. Like, one of my mm-hmm. friends, Sadie, she mm-hmm. was in the final two. Um, and now she's, like, doing all the toasting and stuff for extra. But, like, we, um, during the show, I just thought she was annoying because she admitted that she lied about being a virgin. And now she's admitted she was lying. But at the time, she made us all, like, feel bad, you know, cause we weren't. And she was like, oh, I'm a virgin and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, what? she's so annoying. <laughs> and then after the show, I'm like, she's actually really cool. We turned out to have a lot of mutual friends um, in LA because she went to USC. And so since then, we've, like, stayed good friends, you know, and then, like, people I was close with in the house, I've lost touch with. And then one of my good friends, she was eliminated on the first night. But then after the show, we would all do these reunions and stuff. You know, so it just, it's random who you stay in touch with, I think. Um, But you have to have people, at least one or two friends you can talk to. Otherwise, you know, if you don't, it's a really isolating situation. You know what I mean? It would suck to not have, like, one friend that you can even, like, just vent to and, like, talk about the situation with. Yeah. And it was hard for me on Bachelor Pad Season 3. Like, on Season 2, I had good friends in the house, like Vienna, who I've stayed really close with. And my friend Melissa, but on Bachelor Pad 3, for whatever reason, like, I don't know, I thought Michael Stagliano and I were good friends. And then he ended up, like, you know, conspiring to vote me off. And it was this whole dramatic thing on, on the episode. And I ended up eliminating him, like, in retaliation but the point is that was really hard for me cuz in between seasons we were both on seasons 2 and 3 we hung out all the time and went to concerts together and like i really thought we were such good friends and so my feelings were like really badly hurt by that like it seems silly but like i was like crying and i was like so sad more than i was sad about you know not finding love i was really de- like devastated about being betrayed by someone who i thought was like my really good friend to the point where like even after filming like i was upset about it for a while because i take my friendships really seriously and so I know that might seem silly, but it was hard for me, you know? Oh, and yeah. we were friends after that. Of course. But it really that's... was hard, you know? Right. You know, it's a good point, though, how Thank you God. said, like, kind of gets
2: lonely because I didn't really think about that. Because yeah. when, I, when I watch, I'm like, oh, I don't think I'd become friends with any of the girl. Like, I'd be nice, but I wouldn't become friend friends because it's, like, weird. But then you think about it, it's like, it well, yeah, serious. I guess you can get lonely to. and stir crazy. Because, like, how many books don't have, can have your read bones.
1: You're not really allowed to call home unless you have to for an emergency. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, you can talk to the producers, but they're not really your best friends. They're here to make a show, and you have to keep that in mind. Of course, they're going to be nice to you. You might be friends with them afterwards. But you need someone that's going through the process, you know, to sit around and talk with, honestly. Otherwise, you will go crazy and you will be isolated. And so it is weird, even though you're all dating the same guy, it's like, you know, and you're feeling secretly competitive with each other. You still have to be there with each other. And also there's so much time that you're just sitting around the house that you'll get really bored if you're not able to have fun with people.
2: Yeah, totally. Well, and so you're not Mm -hmm. like call home and you can't have technology the whole time. Is
1: that the deal? You can't. Yeah. We weren't allowed to, um, we had to turn in our phone. So like when you get there, you actually stayed at a hotel for a few days before filming starts. And during that time period, you know, you're taking your cast photos and that's when they take away your phone. And so, like, when you wow. see the girls arriving on night one, they've actually already been in the hotel for at least, like, three nights or so. And so then everyone's so excited and ready to get out of the hotel because when you're in the hotel, you're just assigned, like, a specific producer, and you're kind of, like, isolated other than coming out for interviews and pictures and stuff. And then right. your phones are gone by that point. No one even tries to sneak in a phone. There's no yeah. use in trying. It will get discovered. Yeah. You in trouble, you know. <laughs> and you're not allowed to bring magazines or books or anything like that either. And, of course, you never see them watching TV because if you think about it, like, how boring would that be if you guys were watching a show and you're just seeing people sitting around and watching TV? Like, that's not entertaining, you know? And mm-hmm. that doesn't, you know, that's why there's always drama happening. It's, like, it's boring. A lot of times you Talk- just sit around, like, you know, having champagne or, like, doing each other's nails. That's something we would do a lot. Um, you know, you or, like, just doing all? things like that. Oh, that would be your question. Yeah, so it was yeah. funny. Um, we didn't really work out on Bachelor, but on Bachelor Pad, Some of the guys were trainers on the show, and so they would host, like, little workout sessions for everyone, and the producers would give us some equipment. But they would also improvise with things like rocks and, like, run up and down a hill. And, like, the workouts were actually really, really hard. Like it was wow, crazy. yeah. Well, um, and they were always Mandy's making super like super fit, and she shake, works out like you know?
2: four
0: to five days a week, so like yeah. that would be like her number one. I would change my mind, yeah. I would feel so stressed out if I couldn't like exert your, yeah. yeah, if I didn't even just have like a shitty treadmill,
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, at the house we were at in Rome because that's where we filmed, there wasn't any really thing to work out besides like wow. jogging around like vineyards and things, but now like when they travel, they're always staying in hotels, so I think they give time them to like go and like work out when they're not filming sometimes it even shows that you know yeah wow that's so crazy wait so is there tv i'm a little confused like can you watch a movie there's no tv we couldn't um we were at a villa in italy like we didn't film at the normal bachelor mansion because he was an italian prince so like Mm -hmm. but even when we film bachelor pad at the mansion there is no tv and you can never watch it they don't like bring in a movie or anything like that um wow. so you have to kind of make up your own entertainment like we would play all these like silly games that people would make up and like mm-hmm. you know it was more I mean, fun I mean, I mean, is like like oh, yeah, yeah i mean it's like
2: literally her eyes are going the back of her
1: head like, oh. <laughs> it gets boring on it especially when it's just girls on the bachelor like definitely oh, it would get no, boy, boring the days so you don't have dates like, that's why people are excited even just to get out for a group date because you're like yay we're leaving the house you know
0: Oh, my God. Like, think
2: about it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even think about that, Erica. Like, it's so tricky. Everyone mm-hmm. says, oh, my God, there's so much cattiness. It's not. But, like, yeah, of course. You're stir crazy. You don't have your phone.
1: Yeah.
2: A real escape for you. You're stuck with all these girls. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's- it's boring, you right. know?
2: Right. Wow. Oh, my Definitely. gosh. So how did you, like, how do you feel like you survived? Like, how were you able to deal?
1: Uh, like I said, I was able to be friends with at least you know, one or two people that I would like talking to, mm-hmm. and we would come up with, like, our own forms of entertainment, you know, and that kind of thing, but it still was challenging. Um, Bachelor Pad was more fun, just because, like, in same with Paradise, it's half guys and half girls, and for whatever reason, when it's you're not just trapped with a bunch of women and there's guys there, not they're not you're romantically interested, it doesn't matter, like, you're still going to have more fun, there's, like, hot guys around, you know, there's more to do, but right. when it was just women, like, it did get boring, like, Honestly, like we were really yeah. bored a lot of the time. That's why some people end up getting too drunk, like a lot of times people didn't know what to do with themselves, you know?
2: Yeah, no, completely. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is so crazy. What would you say if you could talk about it like was one of the craziest moments for you being like on The Bachelor?
1: Um hmm, I'm thinking about it. You mean like on the first season or just in general?
2: Just in general, you don't
1: have to, like, I mean, you can pay whatever you want to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I don't know. For me, it was definitely really crazy that I got to go and do Ellen when I was on The Bachelor, and that was, like, still, like, one of the most surreal moments, you know, was being interviewed by her and mm-hmm. just, like, walking out there, and she was so nice, but I'm just like, wow, this is so crazy, and that right. kind of thing was always just, like, so crazy and fun. Um. Also, being eliminated on The Bachelor and Bachelor pad, like, you know, I was surprised, like I said, especially when I felt betrayed by a friend or even on the bachelor, even though I wasn't thinking I was, like, in love with him or anything, it still was, like, really sad to be eliminated. And you take it really personally, and it makes you feel like, oh, my gosh, why does he like this girl better than me, you know? And mm-hmm. I did move on really fast. I was young, like I said. I wasn't like, oh, no, this is my last in love. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, totally. No, like, for a few months afterwards, you're kind of like, what if I do wrong? And you're analyzing the situation And I talked to a lot of the other castmates that were eliminated, and they were all feeling a similar way for, like, a little bit. You know, the further you made it, the more time it took to move on. I mean, one of my friends, Sadie, who was the runner-up, they ended up dating briefly after he and the girl he picked broke up because it's like she had real feelings for him. Wow. So, yeah, Yeah. sometimes the feelings are real, you know. And sometimes it's frustrating when you think that... Um, they picked the wrong person. And I don't think that I don't think that he and I should have ended up together. We're such good friends now. But there's other girls I think from our season he would have been more compatible with. <laughs> so it's frustrating to see that. You know what I mean? And be like, oh my gosh, why are they picking the person that's totally wrong for them? Watching it now, I think that being on the show, you know, I'd realize that at the time. And so it's just crazy how that works. A lot of times the producers do encourage them to pick a certain person too for some reason. Right.
0: Oh, I can only imagine. They really do. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Did they can't like force the producers... anything, but they can strongly encourage. Right,
2: right, right, right. But did you feel like the producers, like, kind of became friends with you, but also did it so they could get to know you for the yeah. show? Yeah,
1: for sure, and I could honestly see through that. You know, it's like I never thought, like, oh, my gosh, they love me, and they're my best friend that has my true right. interest at heart. Like, of course, the number one goal is making an entertaining show, and so as long as you were, like, going with their program, you were going to have a good result. And if you weren't, you know, if they wanted you to do and say certain things, then, you know, they did come out at you and, you know, come up with ideas to get you eliminated, that type of thing. And, um, you know, and I did stay close with a few of them, That some of them don't work on the show anymore, but were there at the time, you know what I mean? And there were some that I just knew I didn't really trust, but I didn't take it personally at the end of the day with the producers, because I'm like, they're here to do their job, and they're obviously doing a great job. It's been a hit show for so long, it's only getting more popular And so I never really necessarily felt betrayed by the producers because I knew that they were doing the job. Right.
2: For sure. No, I realized that too when I was going through,
1: Mm -hmm. um,
2: you know, like uh, my stuff obviously was a bit different, but especially because they wanted to be so vulnerable and they wanted to know so much. And I felt like at first I was like, oh, they're my friend. And then I got to like really see like, no, they really want what they want.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And it's nothing bad about them. It takes the same yeah. type of person to be a reality TV producer. Oh, and I don't, believe. I might be good in oh, yeah. certain ways, but in other ways, I don't know if I would be good enough, you know, in that type of way where you don't feel bad about invoking certain reactions. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah, I know.
2: And when you were on, it was, what was it on VH1 C- off.
1: What was it called? It was called Your Off on VH1. Yeah. That was such a funny show and so much fun. Um, because they tricked us into doing it, but we had the option once we found out what was going on to leave, and it was similar to Strip in the sense that we were told we were coming to L.A., and it sounded really cheesy, but they said we were coming to film a show called The Good Life, and they're like, it's similar to The Hills. so we're just going to be hanging out, like shopping and partying and having fun. I was nice. in my 20s still, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yay. I was in law school. I'm like, this is going to be such a fun break from law school, and then we get there, and they have us go shopping at the Beverly Center, and the people tell us all oh, there's like eight of us or so. And they said our credit cards weren't working, and we were like, What are you talking about? blah, blah, blah. And then uh-huh. the host of the show/slash life coach comes out and tells us all and plays videos from our parents saying we're cut off, and that the name of the show is You're Cut Off, not um, oh. "Good <laughs> Goodbye. And they took away all of our stuff, but they said they gave us each this huge pink duffel bag and said we all came with like 10 luggages. And they're like, You only get to keep whatever you can stuff in this duffel bag. And they said beds are on a 1st come 1st serve basis. So a lot of the girls were, like, rushing and not thinking about coordinating their outfits and then, like, caring about picking a bed. I'm like, we're all going to have beds. I knew you didn't sleep a lot on shows anyway. So yeah. I, like, actually took the time to, like, coordinate my outfit. And then I, like, put a lot as much on me as I could wear. So I was, like, really happy that I did that. Um, yeah. And then at the end of the show, they gave us some of our stuff back. And then we got to donate it to raise money um we did like a yard sale whatever you call it to raise money for this homeless shelter and so that was cool so it was similar with what you went through where I realized you know oh my gosh I don't need all these clothes that I really have and they made us live on a budget and it was funny because we could only afford like boxed wine and I was like it's actually pretty good you know and so it was similar where we appreciated things at the end right you know and we're like grateful for what we really had because that was the whole point of the show right too. That's really cool. So yeah, good. I mean, like, but so I didn't you know, have, like all the girls on that show either. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of dramatic girls. I I remember being at one point. I'm like, if the girls on The Bachelor aren't this bad, because like they, you know, be drawn attracted a whole different other kind of girl. And I remember like wishing I was back on The Bachelor because these girls would actually like try to get in fights and things. And I was like, this is not what I'm used to. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Like it was uh-huh. like a little ghetto.
2: <laughs> um I was gonna ask you so like when people like you know nowadays still like reach out to you and like still you know try to talk to you about you know being on the show and being part of bachelor nation and this and that like yeah. is it still kind of the same thrill as what you were you know dealing with before or is it more now kind of like you're just watching what's happening on these other seasons and kind of uh-huh. just giving like your opinion
1: uh-huh. or yeah I mean like recently um this writer her name is forget but she wrote a book called bachelor nation it's coming out in march i think mean, her name's also Allie. but anyway her book's coming mm-hmm. out in march and so i'm going to come out for like the premiere of it it was so long ago that we did the interview that i like um, but it's cool you know just to be part of that yeah. her name's amy Coxman. and she's a writer for the la times and so she wrote a book about bachelor nation and interviewed a bunch of us for it and I always try to be honest about it, but not like, you know, saying bad things or sounding bitter or anything, because the truth is, if I could go back in time, would I still have done it? Yeah. Would I have changed a few things? Probably. But would I go back and say, no, I wouldn't do it? No, because it gave me so many cool opportunities. You know, life is all about experiences. And so I don't really regret doing it. Um, but I feel like, yeah, there are, are still like, cool opportunities and everything. But at the same time, like, eventually you have to get back into real life and, like, wait till the things pop up here and there because if you, like, live your life just sitting around waiting on things like that to happen, you'll always be disappointed. You'll always be competitive with there's always going to be a new season and they get younger and you get older. You know what I mean? Like, when I did it, I was 23, so I was the same age as them. So I can't watch it and be like, oh, my God, they look so good. So then I see old videos of myself, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 years ago. I'm like, I look really good, too. You can't, like, compare yourself with people younger than you and, like, worry about, oh, my gosh, we didn't have Instagram. So now it's like they have tons of Instagram followers and they have all these opportunities, you know, and they get to make a career just after being on the show. And so, yeah, of course, I'm like, that would have been really nice. But it is what it is, you know. Yeah, completely. Sure.
2: Um, what else do you want? Like, obviously, you know, you have a skincare line. What else do you want our listeners before we let you go to, like, to, know, to about know about you, you and, like, what's going on with you, like, since Reality World and, yeah. you know, obviously, well, I'm everyone doing, follows um right?
1: Grade. now, I'm doing marketing for my dad's medical spa it's called Utopia, plastic surgery med spots in Houston. So, I'm promoting different, you know, things that we're doing at the spa, which is fun. And beauty and that kind of thing has always been something I'm interested in and grew up around just through having my dad as a plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I feel like it's important, like we were talking about, even as being a mom and a wife, it's more important than ever to maintain your appearance because, like, so many times, inner beauty and outer beauty are so connected. Um, I've also become a certified life coach through the Life Coach Institute of Orange County. So I'm really into empowering women. You know, that's what I really like to do. Whether it's, you know, they're having struggles with dating or relationships or just self-confidence in general. Yeah. I feel that's so important, you know. And so I like doing my coaching. I'm able to do it with people that don't even live here. Um, My website's ericarosecommunications.com so they can find it. I do Skype sessions. And I got really into that. It was funny, but um, one of the Bachelor producers reached out to me because they did a show that only lasted a season called Love at First Kiss on TLC. Uh-huh. And they had me coach this guy that was literally 27, and he had never kissed a girl. And they were like, you need to, like, tell oh, wow. him how to do it and show him how to do it. And what was, was wrong like, with him? Two and a <laughs> half years ago. I know. I was like, and he wasn't even ugly. That was the funny thing. It's so But bizarre. after I helped him, he, like, had his first kiss, and he, like, reached out and was like, oh, my, and I'm still, like, friends with him, you know, on social media. And he's like, his name was Josh. But he's like, you've really given me confidence and made me feel so, so good, and now I'm dating, uh-huh. blah, blah. And so I was like, I felt really good about it. And I'm like, you know, I want to do this type of thing more. So that's when I got, my, and I was working with a life coach too, but that's when I got my certification, you know, and it, it's just something I really enjoy doing basically. That's so cool. Yeah. We'll know. put
2: the link to everything, um, in our show notes so people don't have to, you know, worry about pulling over mm-hmm. or listening again. We'll don't sure get in an accident. It, exactly. We'll put it there so they can get you know, uh-huh. out. Um, anything else that you want to tell our listeners
1: about erica rose um, um no just my social media is erica the rose on facebook i mean on twitter and instagram and i feel like sometimes it's, it's more exciting than other times these days it's a lot of wedding pictures <laughs> which are pictures of my daughter mm-hmm. you're beautiful you're yeah. well yeah. You yeah thank you it was fun you guys are so um, cute and he's really great. I feel really happy and lucky that after all of my crazy dating adventures, you know, pu- publicly and privately and whatever for the last like 10 years that I finally, it's crazy that I ended up with someone that I already knew in high school and we always laugh about it all the time. Like, I uh-huh. would like be so different if we would have just been together then because we never dated then. We just knew each other through friends. You know, right. he actually dated one of my friends. But everything's meant to happen for a reason. I feel like yep. timing was meant to be You're meant to go through all the things you go through and date all the you know, horrible people that you date and learn mm-hmm. all the lessons that you learn, you know? It's a so lot of like, frogs before you find your friends. Exactly. You have to. No, and you can cool. never give up. Like, I see so many of my friends in L.A. You guys are both really lucky because dating is the hardest in L.A. I personally felt like, Oh, honestly.
2: it's horrible. I watch Ugh. half my Ugh. friends. It's a nightmare. With it all the time.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, y'all are lucky to be happily married because so many of my friends in L.A., Our age are like gorgeous and successful girl women, and they're still single. And one one of them is a lawyer. You know, a lot of them have great careers and they're beautiful. And I'm just like, I don't get it. If you lived in any other city, you would meet someone like immediately. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, no, completely no. Well, we're
2: so happy for you. I mean, like especially when you like Google like there's so much coverage on your amazing, you know, wedding and on your baby and everything going on your life and. It seems like you're so happy, and there's so many great things. So we're mm-hmm. really happy for you and excited for you.
1: Thanks, girl. It was really good catching up with you.
0: Yeah, so nice. It was so nice meeting you. I guess well, meeting you on the podcast yeah. already. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh,
0: and the next mm-hmm. time you're in LA, you have to come on like IRL. Yeah, totally.
1: We'll
2: hang. Yes. And I'll be back up. in
1: March.
0: Yeah, keep me posted. Sure. Let me know. We'll definitely,
1: I'll
2: definitely have to see you before I uh, you know, go to uh, due date.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, when is your due date?
2: Uh, end of March, early April. They keep measuring me. I go back Yay, to the doctor tomorrow. I'm measuring her around
1: that 29-30 week. Yay, I'm yeah. an Aries baby. I'm an Aries too. It's a good sign.
2: I know. Everyone tells me that. I'm like, oh God, she's going to be such fire, honey.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. What sign are you?
2: I'm a Cancer. My mom always says that. Oh, cool. She thinks I'm half Gemini and Cancer because I was long to short Mm -hmm. supposed to be born June 18th. I was born July 12th. And I have way more qualities of like outgoing, but like craziness of a Gemini than like all Cancer.
1: (laughs) But I like Cancers. I get along with them really well. My husband's a Gemini though. Yeah, I know. Well, there's there's a
2: super moon and a lunar eclipse tonight. So, but yeah, manifest, manifest heavy heavy things today. I I know
1: that. Thanks for telling me.
2: big deal today in, in the world. Cool. I know it's so fun. So, well, thank you so much, love. I'm so glad I got to catch up with you, Thanks. and I'm so glad you're doing so amazing. And thank you for sharing everything with our listeners. um I know, you know, we have a lot of like Bachelor and Reality fans, so they're gonna be yeah, so they're too. gonna be
0: yeah. very excited to hear this. Yeah, and uh, we'll so, put all your
2: social okay. and everything in in the show notes. Thanks, girl. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, you're welcome. And if anything else, if you think of anything else, feel free. Emails and we'll let you know when it airs so we can put in like Of yes. course what you're up to now okay. with your dad and the business and everything
1: yeah thank you
0: yeah and as we always say as we always end the show here yes be fabulous, fabulous. bye bye Thanks. bye girl
1: bye taught them both how to chain fonda one two three four get your booty on the dance floor work it out shake it little mama Let me see you do the chain con to five, six, seven now. If you don't know, let me show you how
0: to work it out.